I'm Chelsea. And I'm Deidre. And we're giving you a million murders. I'm just gonna jump in. We jumping in. We're jumping on. No in. small talk no for small us talk. today. How y'all doing? Hope y'all doing good. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so today, I'm going to be talking about the Yoga Twins. So, so today we're going to be talking about what we're going to be talking about is very interesting, mm-hmm. to say the least, and okay. it's kind of it's pretty controversial. Ooh. I think there will be a lot of people that are kind of split on like what they think happened. Cause I mean, I could see from both sides, like I can understand like, mm, mm-hmm. Uh Oh, you got mm-hmm. another I got one. Another one. You got another one. So today we're going to be talking about two women. Okay. Who were known as the yoga twins. The yoga twins. Mm-hmm. Huh. And I'll explain why they're known as that. Mm-hmm. So their names were Allison and Ann Datto. Hopefully I said that right. It's mm-hmm. D-A-D-D-O. So. Yeah, I don't know. Daddo. <laughs> well, they are identical twins. Hmm. And they were born in Utica, New York in 1978. And they also have a sister named Amy, who's three years older than them. Okay. What are their names again? Ashley? Is there an Ashley? Allison and Ann. <laughs> Just making stuff up. Ashley? Allison, yeah. Ann, and Amy. Mm-hmm. But Allison and Ann are the twins. Allison and Ann are the twins. Okay, got it. <laughs> So, when the twins were only, like, five, their mother died. Oh. And this was very hard on them. I mean. Yeah. That's hard to lose a parent. Anyway, I mean, I can only imagine. I don't want to imagine. Yeah. Um, Growing up, especially without a mom. Yeah. So, like I said, the twins were identical. And they had a lot of common personality traits as well. <laughs> but they were a little bit different. Okay. So, Allison was known as the one, like, with a big dominant personality. Okay. And Anne was a bit more reserved and known as, like, sweet, you know, kind, Mm -hmm. (laughs) level-headed. And they were the type of twins that did everything together. Because, you know, you've got your twins that just are completely opposite. But there's twins that are, like... And independent. You... And then there's the codependent. You see Joe, Ben's with him too. Yeah, always. Jack and Jill always together. mm -hmm, Jack and Jill up a hill. One came tumbling down, you know. (laughs) Down there come the other. (laughs) And when I say they did everything together, I mean everything, okay? Mm -hmm. A lot of people said that they're, and when I say everything, like, I'm going to mention something. You're going to get into detail. Get into a little detail. (laughs) A lot of people said that the relationship was borderline unhealthy. Oh, Lord. Here we go. This is like that TV show where it's the mom and the daughter and they're like inseparable. There's a TV show. But they're always at each other. Yeah. Like they're like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, I don't know if that's how some of them are, but it's like these people who are like super codependent with their mother and it's like, like they will shower together like every morning. (laughs) So (laughs) these two were constantly together. Mm-hmm. They even showered together. Oh, Lord. See, they should have been on the show. <laughs> and that's whenever I said every, like, they did everything together, they showered together. I don't know. That's just, that. mm-mm. <sighs> so, I'm not saying that they're, like, sexual with each other. 
But that's just, that's just, to me, because I have a right to my own opinion, just right. like y'all do. <laughs> to me, that is very disturbing. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, They definitely had the twin telepathy. Tele- Telepathy? Telepathy. Telepathy? Telepathy. Telepathy, yes. Lord, we both just telepathy. <laughs> just country bumpkins. Telepathy. <laughs> so they definitely had that going on. Mm-hmm. They could figure out what each other needed at any moment. You know, the whole, uh, what the other was thinking or what they were going to say and, you know, finishing each other's sentences, you know, mm-hmm. which friends can do that too. So Yes. But that ain't like a, a twin specialty. Anyway. Yeah. So, just on the same page, they loved each other, you know, mm-hmm. a, a lot. I mean, they showered together. Why Why wouldn't they? Um, you don't shower with people you hate. But <laughs> Scrub my butthole. <laughs> Pass me the soap. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're so rude. Okay, we don't mean that in any mean way. No, okay. no. But also, they hated each other. In a way as well. Oh, no. So these two had such a toxic and twisted relationship. People who knew them said, you know, it seemed that they were one soul and two bodies and like mm-hmm. a magnet that, you know, they had to be together at all times. <laughs> mm-hmm. They were they were inseparable and they'd finish each other's sentences like I just mentioned earlier. I don't know why I had that choice. But they also fought like crazy. Oh, Lord. Yeah, that's normal, typical sibling. Yeah, when you're around somebody all the time mm-hmm. and you're choosing to be. Yeah. These, are, yeah. these are like the twisted sisters. Like, well, they're real twisted sisters. All throughout their life, it was like that. Like, fighting. Yeah, it's just their. You know, ups and downs, horrible fights, and then moments of love. <laughs> it was just a cycle. Oh, Lord. So, they attended Notre Dame High School, and they were both cheerleaders. And while they were there... <laughs> This is so cheesy. They were known as the cheerleading twins. <laughs> Ooh, good Ooh, one. <laughs> that's a good one. Oh, man. And while they... <laughs> Why not the tumbling twins or something? Right? The cheerleading the twins. Twirly... Well... And while they were there, they were known as... I just freaking repeated <laughs> the myself. The cheerleading twins. <laughs> so they were definitely popular growing up. Mm-hmm. Lost my spot because I blinked. <laughs> Just because I blinked. Close my eyes. So they were definitely popular growing up in high school. They were also on the track team and involved in like co- cross country. Mm-hmm. But it all, but all through high school, they they didn't have you know their mom. They definitely that definitely took a toll on them. Yeah. But as they grew older and grew out of cheerleading, they eventually got into yoga. yoga. Okay. Okay. So you would think that would really bring the zen to someone's <laughs> life. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Calm them, like, stop the fighting. I but, sense a, But not in this case. Yeah, so I sense some mental illness They must have not been doing here. something right. Yeah, something. I think there's something mental happening here. Well, they, uh, they definitely put on the act that they were these very zen yoga twins as they were eventually called <laughs> but in reality they were fighting all the time mm. so eventually the twins decided they wanted to go into the yoga business for their career okay and they wanted to open a yoga studio together yes of course <laughs> so they decided to open one in palm beach california so they're from 
grew up in New York, and so they're they're now in California. Yeah. Well, they found an open space and put down money on it together, and they called it Twin Power Yoga Studio. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. They first opened it in 2008, and they would own it until, like, 2014. So, pretty long stretch. I mean, it lasted a decent amount for, yeah. Well, their yoga studio actually did really well, almost immediately, when they opened it, and it only took a couple of months before they were, like, really doing well. Oh. So, I mean, they were, they had it going good for them. Yeah. I mean, California is a good place to start a yoga Mm -hmm. studio. Because, you know, you got your, you got to have your beach body, and, you know, that's the kind that I think of, of girls, like, not judging them, just like, if I live there, I mean, I'd want to, you know... It's sunny all the time. You go to the beach. I ain't trying to look like no beach well, which I already do. But. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. So, they, ca- they kind of became famous in this town. Oh, they're like the twins. Yeah. They had like a really uh, big personalities that they were just well known. And, you know, they did a lot of socializing and they drove around the town in matching Porsches. Oh, uh, I'm deceased. So they had really made it big at this point in their lives, and they ended up living in <laughs> a nice high-rise building in Palm Beach. Okay, I'm well, just were, thinking about them driving around in these Porsches. I know, twinning. Like, well, they that were my best friend. <laughs> like <laughs> that, my sister <laughs> got her own car. No, we gotta get a cool name. That's my twin sister. <laughs> Well, they were really fancy. Yeah. Really fancy. Bougie. And they dressed well. You know, they were all about the yoga, mm-hmm. spreading the message about how much, you know, yoga can help you in your life, even though it wasn't helping them. <laughs> um, but like I said, behind the scene, they were still fighting as much as they used to. Mm-hmm. Um, they were fighting like teenage girls. Like. It's never ending. Eventually, because they had such big personalities, they were approached to do this reality TV show, and it was going to be, like, um, about these two twins, you know, that ran a yoga studio with, you know, all the drama in their lives, you know. Uh-huh. Well, it ended up not moving forward for whatever reason. I, did, I couldn't find on why. But they were really bummed out about this. Mm-hmm. But when they thought that it was still going on, you know, it was still going to happen at the time. The producer convinced them to rent a bigger, in a bigger, nicer studio space. I guess because the one they had wasn't, you know, it wasn't small, but it wasn't, you know, to yeah, their liking. Like, Do, yeah, why don't you get this one? Yeah, for the, yeah, for the show. Well, they took their advice mm-hmm. and went ahead and did it, even though the show ended up not working out. They still just ended up going through with it, moving to this nicer yoga studio. Well. Mm-mm. They ended up not being able to afford the bills for it. Yeah. So they don't have this reality show. They thought they were getting a nice paycheck from it. They also went ahead with getting a bigger space. They can't pay for it. So. See, they got themselves all messed up from these people. And because they couldn't pay for it or afford it, it was it long until they started spiraling into debt, which is not funny. I don't know why I laughed. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> we all know, we personally know about that debt, honey. Yeah. And it ain't cute. It's not cute. Well, with going into debt, which only causes more stress on a relationship, you know. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Especially your sister that you do everything with. <laughs> so, in 2014, they ended up just closing their yoga studio without warning. Oh. They literally just dipped. 
out of there. Like, They're like weak out. they just abandoned the studio. They didn't pay. Uh, <gasps> and this is what was said. They didn't pay employees. <laughs> they didn't refund people for their memberships. They just took the money. And it pissed a lot of people off in the community, which I mean, they felt totally <laughs> ripped off by the twins, which I mean, I would too. They're like those, those yeah, just dip. But stupid twins took all our money. <laughs> But one of the twins did say that this wasn't true and they did pay out the membership fees and the refunds and stuff, you know, so I'm not sure what uh-huh. actually ended up happening, you know, like well, the people of <laughs> which, you know, how people can talk and make up stuff and, you know, lie yeah, on it's you. True. I mean, it's that true. could be what happened, but it could be what had happened was that they didn't pay, <laughs> the, you know. that they did it. <laughs> so, but people were pretty mad at them. And the situation was pretty stressful, so they ended up leaving (laughs) over it, and they moved to Utah. Oh, okay. Utah, Park City, Utah. Okay. Well, not only that, they ended up changing their names as well. Hmm. They changed their names, they claim, because... (laughs) They were high. They planned on writing a book... And their names have become, you know, pretty tarnished on the internet from the whole yoga studio <laughs> fiasco. Mm-hmm. So they wanted a first start. Yeah. Which I could see where that could be the cause, but yeah. is that really They're the going to be like, that's the twist from California that took all our money. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't pay us. So Allison ended up changing her name to Alexandria. That's <laughs> <okay>? so different. <laughs> and Anne ended up changing her name to Anastasia. <laughs> Ooh, nobody's going to find y'all now. <laughs> now I, I thought they would at least change the alphabet. I know, like, they, kept it the, the they kept it in the A's. <laughs> Alexandria and Anastasia. Anna, you went to Anastasia. <laughs> Girl, people probably thought that's what your name was the whole time. You're not slick. Okay. Well, eventually after they they got settled in Park City, Utah, they ended up opening another yoga studio. <laughs> See, now is that why you changed your name? Because you wanted to open up... <laughs> But this did debt on their name. I know. <laughs> Put some respect on my name. <laughs> but this didn't work out so well. Oh, okay. Um, it wasn't a success, you know, like the other one, and it quickly crashed and burned, and they ended up in over like hundred fifty thousand worth of debt. Oh lord. But mm. I mean, if you compare California to Utah, obviously California's going to be a better outcome than Utah. Not that Utah's like, meh, you know, bland or nothing, but <laughs> right. I mean, it's Utah. Like, I just don't... Anyway, <laughs> you that's know, just my opinion, because I have a right to my opinion, just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. I don't want people to think I'm like, <laughs> my way or the highway. That's just my opinion. Right. Well, at this point, they're forced to file for bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. And during this, this time, the, the twins were so stressed, they were fighting a lot, and they started developing a drinking problem. Oh, Lord. Together. Oh, Lord. This is bad. Well, there's actually a time they were living there that the police were called to the residence because they were fighting and they were drinking a lot. So, that was on their record. So, obviously, during this time, you know, the twins were going through a really rough patch. They were really depressed, which, you know, I could see. Yeah. I'm not saying, oh, get over it, you know. I'd be depressed, too. You know what I mean? Like Two failed businesses. Yeah. Change the changing of the name. (laughs) <laughs> for one uh, of them. <laughs> well they didn't like living in utah oh. 
So eventually they decided to pack everything back up and they headed to Hawaii. Now, why y'all going to all these expensive places? I'm pretty sure Utah is kind of expensive too. Also, if they got a drinking problem, I do believe there is some sort of, I don't know if it's everywhere in Utah, but Utah has a little bit stricter alcohol rules. Well, that's just for people though. Oh yeah. I thought you was talking about like a... Like the Mormons or something? I thought you was talking about like somewhere to go like for help. And I was like, that's for people that want help. Oh, (laughs) no, 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 no. Not that they didn't want help. They may have wanted help, but... Right, but they weren't. No. They hadn't gone through with that yeah. time. <laughs> so this was in 2015. And what's interesting is the twins said that they were going to Hawaii. The, the most expensive. Because thing. they were going on a religious quest. Okay. All right. So once they were there, it didn't take long for them to find trouble. You know. <laughs> It was their first Christmas there. It was actually Christmas Eve. Oh, Lord. And they were out drinking. Mm-hmm. So they weren't at a club or anything like that. They were just at a restaurant and just drank a lot. So, you know, they drank so much that they ended up getting a, into a car accident on their way home. Oh, God. And this wasn't far from the restaurant that they were at. Mm-hmm. Um, and the police got there. <sighs> they were outside fighting. With the owner of the restaurant and also fighting with each other. Oh. Very violently. Oh. When I say they fought. Scrapping. They, it's not just verbally, it's not just verbal screaming, you know, it was fighting like physical. It, was, it got fit, they got physical like they, a lot. they out there knucking and bucking. Yeah. And I mean, ready you, to fight. You would think twins fight all the time, like you just would think. Or siblings, like, yelling back. No, they they physical. They'd lay Pull, in hand, grabbing hands. Grabbing hair. You know. Catching hands left and they right. They wouldn't hit. Uh, they would hit each other. They'd scratch each other. They Ooh. would even go as biting each other. Pull each other's hair. Oh, Lord. You know, they, they would go at it like little girls. Yeah. So, and they were grown. But, um... <laughs> They had drank so much that night that they were saying things to the owner that just didn't make any sense. (laughs) Such as, we will send the mafia after you to come take care of you. (laughs) What mafia? (laughs) You done changed your name. How are they supposed to know where you at? (laughs) Which, the what Hawaiian, they done found the Hawaiian mafia and they're like, we're going to sick them on you. So the two ended up getting arrested (laughs) for disorderly conduct and terroristic threatening. Yeah. So after this, in 2016, which that was in Christmas Eve, so I mean it was like 2016. Yeah. Um, the girls ended up finding some guys, and their names were Lonnie Dickerson and Fre- uh, Fede- shoot, Federico, Federico, Federico Bailey. Okay. They started dating them. Federico was dating Anastasia, aka Anne, <laughs> and at one or oh. Yeah, so obviously Alexandria was dating Lonnie. Mm-hmm. So at one point, the two of them were going to go camping, Anastasia and Federico. Okay. Alexandria, a.k.a. Allison, was going to stay home, mm-hmm. and it was just going to be Federico and Anastasia. You know, that's the first time that they they would be doing something. By themselves. By themselves, not <laughs> together. So the two of them went to Costco to get some to get some supplies for their camping trip. Well, when they got there, they realized that Anastasia 
accidentally had Alexandria's credit card, but she didn't use it. You know, she went home to get her own credit card. Mm-hmm. But when she got home, somehow Alexandria decided that she was just going to go with them on the, you know, the camping trip. So the three of them left together for the camping trip. Uh-uh. Yeah, girl. Just wait. Get, no get, It's about to get sloppy. The boyfriend, but the boyfriend's like, oh, great. This boyfriend get put through it. Just wait. Oh, no. So, <laughs> He's going to be the Tony. The Tony of the episode. Tony. From, oh, <laughs> from the Sally yeah. house? Okay. So now during, which he don't die or nothing, but. No. So now during this time, Federico was really trying to help them, you know, with their drinking problem. And he was not allowing them to drink on this trip. He's like, y'all are not, Mm-mm. y'all not doing so it. So Alexandria, which is not his girlfriend, is his right. other sister. Yeah. Well, she decided that she was going to sneak a bottle of wine onto the trip. Oh, no. But Federico ended up finding it and it got, and before she, you know, opened yeah. it. And she got really upset. And got really upset. I'm skipping a sentence. <laughs> but Federico ended up finding it. And Anastasia got really upset about her having the alcohol in the car. Okay. Yeah. So she's trying to. I guess she's. Do better possibly. Good with Federico. And you know. I don't know. He may be like putting a good influence on her. Yeah. Because I'm like, if it's real bad, you know, you kind of have to keep drinking yeah, like, until you, you can get sober. Cause... And from earlier, you know, they both have, they both have a drinking problem. They're fighting all the time. And then for her to get upset that her sister brought alcohol, which you would think she would be like, heck yeah, like give me some of that, you know. Mm-hmm. She wasn't. She was upset about it. So she may be Yeah, she may have been trying to mm-hmm. get sober. Yeah. So there's already a lot of tension over that incident right and anastasia you know was mad at her sister for doing it so eventually (laughs) eventually they got to the camping site and (laughs) federico goes into the nature Mm -hmm. to use the bathroom right when he comes back when he comes back (laughs) the girls had gotten back into the car and left him what on Federico. Left him at the campsite, and they were on traveling on the road to Hana. I don't know if you know or have heard about that. Uh-uh. I'm about to tell a little bit about the road. I've never. Well, a lot of people say it's the most beautiful road to drive on in the world, mm. but it's also incredibly scary and dangerous. Oh God! You know, you're just driving on cliffs with huge drop offs. Mm-hmm. And it's extremely twisty. I mean, when I say twisty, like you'll have to Google some pictures. And look, it's twisty. I know this story. Do you know this story? Yes. Lord, it took all this time. I do that too. Whenever you do stuff, I'm like, remember, I'll be like, wait, did this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the whole way there is turns, twists. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of times when you're going around curves and you can't see someone coming Around the other side because it's so, you know, curvy. Oh, no. I'll pass. Well, it's not very well maintained either, so it's really bumpy, which... Oh, I don't like that. That's not safe. And it's known for... Or it's known as a super dangerous drive, which I've said, I think, a few times. (laughs) As I've said, per my last email. So the twins are in their car. They're driving on the road to Hana. They're fighting, you know, Mm -hmm. the norm. Yep. 
Well, at one point, they were driving. While they were driving, they came across this woman on the side of the road, and she ended up getting inside the car with them. Um, they was giving her a ride, you know. Mm-hmm. How are you going to be fighting? <laughs> oh, woman. Okay, let's help her. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, we'll give you a ride, even though we over here fighting. Which could have been good, because who knows, she could have been picked up by some guy, or some other girl, Can't we can't stereotype. Right. And, like, got murdered, mm-hmm. but anyway. Mm-hmm. So, she actually happened to be, or to also be an identical twin from New York. And they're from New York, and they're twins. I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah. So they kind of chatted, you know, with her for a while or whatever, and then they eventually dropped her off further down the road. But this is when things started to get real, or started to go really bad inside the car. Mm-hmm. So they continued driving down the road, you know, and as they're driving, there was this guy behind them, and he said that he could see through the windows that these two were we're going at it. Mm-hmm. Because you can always see the mm-hmm. person in front of you. Like, if they turned, you can start seeing, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just seeing a fight. Well, he said he could see their arms flailing around. Mm-mm. They were punching each other, pulling hair. And he could, uh, he said that he could kind of see the car moving around a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, you're literally driving on a giant cliff. Let's fight. Yeah. Like, can we not? You know, you have to be focused on what you're doing. Yes. They've never been there before. No. They're just fighting. Just on fighting the- like they knew. You know, they've been there. They grew up there. Yeah. Lord. You know, I can't imagine fighting with someone anyways and trying to drive. Like, yeah. Like physically fighting. I would sla- Girl, if somebody tried to <coughs> slam on the brakes, get out, scrap. So. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's listen. So this guy's watching them and he's kind of freaking out, which I would be too if I'm witnessing this in front of me. You know, because yeah. Yeah, it's a dangerous road. Yeah. But before he could do anything. Suddenly, Alexandria, which is not the sister that's dating Federico, she's the one that brought the alcohol. She's she's driving. Well, suddenly, Alexandria slams on the gas, turns the wheel to the left, and goes flying off the cliff. Hmm. So, the car ended up dropping 200 feet onto a bunch of rocks, and this was like the only area around that didn't have any water. Mm. So the car flew off, ended up dropping down onto the back side, so the front license plate's up, mm-hmm. facing the sky, whatever, which is up. <laughs> well, luckily, this was a Ford Explorer, so it was a decent-sized car. You know, if it was a smaller car, there's a good chance that both of them would have died. Mm-hmm. So now we know one survived. Yes. So every day... People drive on the road to Hana every day. It's mm-hmm. a road. There's always people going through. So it didn't take long for uh, before a crowd formed around the cliff. The cliff. <laughs> around the cliff looking down at the car. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the, and a crowd formed too. It didn't take long for a crowd to form. I just said that. You know mm-hmm. what? Give me a second. <laughs> Take so, your time. So every day, tons of people drive on the road to Hana. So there's always people going through. So it didn't take long, you know, before a crowd formed around the cliff looking down at their car. Yeah, like, look. Yeah, so someone called 911, of course. And a lot of witnesses stated to see that one person in the car looked like they were still moving around. So they thought that maybe, you know, there was a chance that one of them or both of them had survived. Yeah. Well, when the police got there, there was a bunch of cars parked around the cliff. 
And they started interviewing people about, well, you know, what they saw, if there was any witnesses, whatever. They also saw uh, severe skid marks on the street right away, which Mm -hmm. would, which told them that the driver, you know, had not tried to hit the brakes before going off the cliff. Mm Mm-hmm. So they figured out that Alexandria actually had done a really sharp turn to go off the cliff, and it was very out of the way in a sense, like... I guess it was so, it was last minute, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. So it would just, it was out of the way, which I don't know. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? I don't know how to more, I don't know how to Yeah, like it's it. not like she was trying to turn a corner on the curve. Like right. it was like. There you go. Deliberate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they dropped the first responders down to the crash site um, by helicopter, obviously. Mm-hmm. To see if either of them were alive. And when they got down to the wreckage, it didn't take them long to realize that Anastasia, which is Federico's girlfriend, mm-hmm. did not make it. Mm. She. This is kind of sad. Yeah. It's not like TMI, but... <clears throat> or a like trigger. trigger. But I mean, I, I guess it could be a trigger for some people. So, trigger warning. Um, She had broken so many bones in her body that when one of the paramedics said it was like... Uh, whenever they went to lift her up, it was like lifting just a bag of bones. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. However, Alexandria was very lucky. Mm-hmm. She ended up surviving the crash. She just sustained a few rib fractures. Her arm was in a sling. Um, she was able to walk, you know. And when they pulled Anastasia out of the car, they discovered... Anastasia, the one that passed. Mm -hmm. When they pulled her out of the car, they discovered that she had clumps of blonde hair in her hands. Mm -hmm. Assuming this was Alexandria's, and it made sense because, you know, the witnesses behind them said he saw pulling hair, you know. Alexandria made it out of the crash almost uninjured. Like I said, just a few fractured ribs. Uh, But what was strange to the investigators right off the bat was when they got to the scene... She wasn't, like, frantic. She wasn't upset at all. She was just, I guess, chill. Mm-hmm. Just, you gonna pull me up? Just waiting, <laughs> like... I, I'm down here. So, you know, she mm-hmm. just drove off a cliff. Her sister had just died. Mm-hmm. Immediately, people thought it was really strange that she wasn't, like, you know, asking if her sister was okay. She wasn't acting frantic. You know, she wasn't crying about her sister in any way. Which, it was clear something bad had happened to her. You know, she was... Brought to the hospital, and she was interviewed by the police, and they said that, you know, when they talked to her, she just seemed disconnected from what had just happened to her, which, granted, we all know, people grieve differently. Right. You can disassociate Mm -hmm. where you're literally, like, not even feeling like you're in your body anymore. So, So, that could be the case. That could be the case. You Mm -hmm. know, keep an open mind. Um, She did not seem like she had just driven off a cliff to the police uh, she didn't seem interested, really, into talking to them at all. And she didn't want to answer their questions. Mm. Which is, to some people, odd. Right. Um, apparently, she was kind of irritated that the police were at the hospital. And the uh, actual first thing that she said to them was, why are you here? And even at the hospital, she didn't ask anything about her twin sister's condition at all. Um, the police actually had to be the ones to bring it up to her and tell her that she had passed away. And when she found out, they said that she'd completely, she had like a completely blank stare 
And her face just showed no emotion at all. Mm. Which, granted, right. people grieve different. <clears throat> she could have known her sister was dead. She just didn't want to, you know. Think about think it. Think about it or whatever. Or felt guilty that she died yeah. in a car accident. And she didn't, you know. Right. <laughs> so the weirdest part of all this is when their father, this is nuts. I could not imagine my dad saying this about me. Like, uh-uh. it hurt me for her. You know, at this point, we know what kind of person she is to an extent, I guess mm-hmm. I, could, I should say. She's been, they've been through a lot of stuff at a very young age. So, yeah. I can see where she is, why she is the way she is in certain things. Mm-hmm. And this was like, the girl, this hurt my heart. I was like, my daddy ever said that to me. <laughs> so, when her father found out, he was really upset that Alexandria didn't die. He actually said it should have been that B-I-T-C-H, <gasps> Alexandria. Oh. I was like, whoa, bruh. That see, could, could this, you this could be a problem. This could be something. <laughs> this could have been an issue. Yeah, with I how mean, everything you ended know, up. They lost their mother at five years old. It's obviously some obviously favoritism. there's some stuff going on with the dad. Yeah. So like, why is the dad? You know, he was essentially saying, essentially saying that the wrong twin, the wrong daughter died. Wrong kid died. Like insane. In, <laughs> like, like in Dewey Cox. Like literally. So pretty much immediately, you know, Dang. investigators were suspicious, especially because so many witnesses said that they saw him fighting. Mm-hmm. They started to think it was possible that Alexandria drove off that cliff on purpose, which could be. Mm-hmm. So they started an investigation. It wasn't easy. Wasn't easy. Yeah. For the investigators. <laughs> mm-hmm. They quickly discovered that Alexandria's blood alcohol content was three times the legal limit. So she'd been which drinking like, before the trip. That bottle of wine wasn't... No. That was to keep her going. Uh-huh. She was not sober. Okay. So this means she was extremely intoxicated mm-hmm. while driving and should not have been. Yeah. And fighting. And fighting. So at the time of the crash, the girls didn't even have their IDs on them. So, they weren't fully able to, to determine which uh, twin had died. So, they had, to go to the, they had to go to their house to find some type of ID to, to prove who, which was which. Mm-hmm. So, they went to her house, which they had, to, they had to prove, I guess, Alexandria saying, I'm Alexandria, you know. Yeah. So, they went to the house and Lonnie, Alexandria's boyfriend, was there. He answered the door. They asked him to help confirm her identity at the hospital. And strangely enough, when they told him about the accident, what had happened to his girlfriend and that her sister, Anastasia, had died, he had no reaction. Which was weird to them. Yeah. He looked at them with a blank stare, which was weird. I'm like, why? Why everybody just staring? Why am I being weird? (laughs) So during all this, Federico... Who is Anastasia's? This is sad, y'all. This is so sad. Federico is still at the campsite. Girl, just Federico is about to go through it. So Federico <sighs> is still at the campsite, and you know he's still wondering where the twins went. Yeah, you know, and word didn't even get back to him what had happened. So he ended up sleeping at the campsite that night, and the next morning he just hitched a ride, you know, back to his friend's house to Hana, because <sighs> obviously. They didn't come back. They he they ain't coming back. Yeah, he just done. Yeah. He's just stuck, stranded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he hitched a ride back to his friend's house in Hana, and this is where he was informed 
about the crash and that Anastasia had died in the car accident. So Aww. he's like finding out from some stranger. I mean, he just hitched a ride with somebody. Yeah. I'm like, bless his heart. It didn't left him. He didn't have to sleep there. Didn't know nothing happened. Hitched a ride with a stranger. Found out by the stranger his girlfriend died. I was like. So, so he didn't find out once he got back to no, the house. On the way in the car, just driving with the stranger. And he was like, oh yeah, these twins fell off the bridge and died. Like mm-hmm. one of them died. Well, dang. Now, of, and I, like, I've seen some clips of, like, the trial and stuff while he, where he was, he, like, testified. And he seemed like a really genuine guy and that he really, really did like Anastasia. And I was like, that's so sad. Aww. So, hearing how he found out, like, oh, I was like, that's so terrible. Yeah. So, of course, he was shocked. I mean, yeah. he was really upset. But to him, the whole thing immediately made sense actually mm-hmm. um according to federico seven days before the crash alexandria had told him that she was going to kill anastasia what he also claimed that at one point she said i killed my sister as if it had already happened or something and this was before the crash mm-hmm. obviously yeah well she's still alive so she could have said that anyway yeah but it when she said that she killed her she, the crash hadn't happened like her sister one did. Right. So Federico and when I said earlier how when I seen him in the trial and he seemed like a really, you know, this was before <laughs> this was before I found something else out and I'm just like what? I'm confused. So, just wait. Mhm. Federico didn't fully explain why she wanted to kill her sister, but it seemed like there was a lot of jealousy in their relationship. Oh. Mhm. So, or Alexandria? Yeah. Okay. Looking pretty much the same mm-hmm. was very hard for them, and it caused them to become very competitive and compare themselves to one another, which I can see. Yeah. I can see that. Um, That could even happen in siblings that's not twins. Yeah, yeah, you know? definitely. So they were constantly trying to one-up each other, you know, be better than the other. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like they just totally resented being twins, but at the same time, them not being able to be away from each other was the most crazy love-hate toxic relationship. Like, mm-hmm. it was real, real toxic. Like, I can... Yeah. I can, well, it's like I can smell the fumes just reading this case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, they're toxic for each other, but they're so codependent upon each other mm-hmm. that they can't leave. I mean, so they, both, they both went through the same things growing up as far as losing their mom. And obviously, the father situation was different seem to be just because of by what he said yeah and that's what could have stemmed all this competition is like them fighting for their father's approval Mm -hmm. like because obviously alexandria did not have it yeah or she lost it at some point Uh so this is very strange but apparently at one point according to federico alexandria had told anastasia that they were going to be leaving the planet on the 30th Mm-mm. And when Federico first heard this, he thought the two of them might be planning to take their own lives together. But I guess he didn't think too much of it because he didn't do anything about it or try to anyway. Right. So hearing all this information from, from Federico definitely concerned the investigators. Mm-hmm. So, you know, was it possible that Alexandria drove off the cliff because she wanted to take her sister's life? Or was she trying to take both of their lives and didn't succeed or was it just an accident? I don't know. 
Right. There's three different possibilities here. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, you know, they have to look at the car. And, luckily, this was a new enough car that had a black box similar to, like, the airplane. Mm-hmm. So, they can see what was happening in the car at the time of the crash as far as acceleration rates, everything like that. Mm-hmm. So, when they looked at this, they were able to determine that there was no braking when Alexandria drove off the cliff. And there was 100% acceleration. So. Pedal to the metal. She flew off that cliff full speed. So, this made the police start to believe, you know, that this accident wasn't an accident. And that this was just um, intentional. Mm -hmm. I lost my foot. (laughs) And like I mentioned earlier, the area that they had landed on was the only rocky area in that in that area uh, on the road. Mm-hmm. It seemed like someone had purposely chosen to drive off that specific spot because they would land on the rocks and not the water. Yeah. So, if she was trying to just take her sister's life and not take her life, she didn't want to go off in the water and then her possibly drown. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just a theory, you know. <clears throat> yeah. Now, she may have saw an open spot and was like, Hmm, I'm just going to run it. Like, yeah. I feel like, cause she's never been on the road before. So unless she's been researching. Well, I think they've been on the road before. Oh, okay. They're just not, they haven't been living there long. Okay. So they're not like, so they're, you may- wouldn't think that they would be f- as familiar as far as like just a spot with no water. They right. may not, she may not have known that. She may have just winged it and just went, you know. Yeah, or saw like, oh, there's rocks. I'm gonna or do it, now. it was an accident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was one of the only parts of the highway, you know, at the time, they didn't have a guardrail either. Hmm. The only spot, okay? Mm-hmm. So it seemed to investigators that maybe Alexandria planned to drive off that specific spot. Um, they figured out that Alex- Alexandria didn't die because she had protection from the steering wheel. And from the the, uh, the airbag. Versus Anastasia bouncing around in the car. You know, she's just over here. She don't really have anything. Yeah, to brace herself. To stabilize or... herself, I guess. Yeah. But uh, they thought that maybe it was possible that Anastasia was pulling on Alexandria's hair. And that's what made her drop off the cliff. That was another thought. So, investigators reenacted this. And they determined that it's likely Alexandria did this on purpose. Mm-hmm. So, of course, they were going to try press charges on her, but they needed to have a motive. Right. After they did a little digging, they found out that Federico and Anastasia were going to be opening their own business on another Hawaiian island. The girl that died mm-hmm. and Federico. Yeah, they were going to do their own thing. Yeah, and they were going to move away from Alexandria together, and she did not like that, apparently. Mm-hmm. They said that Alexandria didn't want anyone else to be with her sister, and they thought maybe she did this to kill both of them, which could be. But I'm like, you fight all the time. You, I, I, their, their relationship very, really confuses me. Yeah. It's really confusing. I'm just like... Just well, it's very toxic. I mean, it's like a mm-hmm. domestic abuse situation where they... It's not that they... They think that they love you, but they're really... Like, they're not showing things that would be signs of love of love yeah being they're just abusive and controlling and they want to keep you so then they'll be nice and then they'll hurt you and then they'll be nice and they're mm-hmm. you not out if i can't have you no one will, no one will. yeah and that's what they're doing in this sisterhood 
Well, eventually, with all this circumstantial evidence building up, they did charge Alexandria with second-degree murder of her sister. Mm. However, when the police went to arrest her at her house, mm-hmm. ee, oh, Lord. she had already left. She had heard that they were going to be arresting her and fled. Mm-hmm. Of course. But, obviously, Maui's an island, and the only way to leave is by plane or boat. Mm-hmm. So, luckily, the police were able to quickly figure out that she had booked a, booked a flight back to the mainland. So, they quickly went to the Maui airport, and when they got there, it's crazy, mm-hmm. they found out that her airplane had actually been grounded because there was some type of mechanical issue. Ooh. So, she was not able to leave, and she actually <laughs> went to a nearby hotel. And that's where they found her and arrested her. So, during her prelim- preliminary hearing... Mm-hmm. Alexandria pled not guilty, as we okay. all figured she would. Mm-hmm. During the hearing, the judge stated that they didn't have enough probable cause to hold Alexandria for the charge oh, of second-degree murder. So he ended up releasing her and dismissing the murder charge. Oh. And now that she was, yeah, like they didn't have any probable cause to charge her for second-degree murder. Yeah, that's why people so take he just so long it all. to go mm-hmm. to court because they don't want it to get closed. Well, now that she was free, obviously she ended up booking a flight to New York. However, when she was in New York, she was actually arrested for swerving in and out of her lane and almost hitting a New York State Police Investigator's vehicle. Ooh. She had almost, or she took a breathalyzer test and it showed her blood alcohol content was what? 0.26, which is more than three times the limit. Yeah. Once again. <laughs> Back at it. So definitely, she has not learned anything. No. From all of this. And not only that, but she wasn't even wearing a seatbelt at the time. Buckle up. What is it? Click it or ticket. Click it or ticket, girl. <laughs> when she went to the police station, she refused to fi- uh, to be fingerprinted. And she didn't want to be photographed. And she refused to say where she lived or tell them anything about her. Girl. She was taken into custody for a DWI and was held on a 5000 cash bail in Delaware County. Mm. Pretty quick, which DUIs and DWIs are different. I don't know if you knew, if you knew that. Yeah, there's like driving under the influence and driving while intoxicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, pretty quickly, a judge ended up tripling her bail up to $15,000. He's like, hold up. <laughs> or a $30,000 cash bond. And this was because authorities actually found out that she had a DWI back in Utah. And at one point... In that case, she had paid the bail and fled to the uh, fled the state, so they had to make the bail higher, so yeah. she wouldn't, you know. So during all this, a grand jury was being put together back in Maui, aka Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, at this point, they ended up indicting her for her sister's death. After all, mm. so this is when Alexandria was taken back to Maui to face her charges. So the trial started on January twenty ninth of two thousand and eighteen. Okay. So, going into this, she was super freaked out, which, I mean, she ought to have been, because she was facing life in prison. Mm-hmm. So, during the trial, the guy who was behind them, when they were driving, ended up taking the stand and told the court about how he saw, you know, Alexandria's hair being pulled by Anastasia. Mm-hmm. And that she was pulling on her uh, hair and kind of pulling her body over to the passenger side, yanking on her. So, the way it's looking for... With him stating that, at, it's like Anastasia caused the wreck because she right. was p- 
pulling her over. Alexandria was like, yeah. So this supported the theory that Alexandria just simply lost control because her sister was attacking her. Which, if in the end, it really wasn't Anastasia's fault, that's so sad because she done lost her life. Mm. Yeah. So then Federico ended up taking, which you shouldn't be fighting in the car anyway. So <laughs> then Federico mm-hmm. ended up taking him the stand who was Anastasia's boyfriend. Right. And he said that after Anastasia had died, which this is what, whenever I told you about how I felt bad for him and then I heard, seen something else and I was like, what? This is, this is it. Oh, okay. So he took the stand or whatever and he said that after Anastasia had died, mm, Alexandria ended up taking a shower with him. Mm-hmm. Like he washed her and stuff. It was like he was making it look like, you know, he was taking care of her because she lost her sister. But I was just like, mm, yeah, okay. could have been, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Not only that, he said that Alexandria started wearing all of her clothes, like Anastasia's clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, but during it's the, like she got a boyfriend. Where, yeah, where, boyfriend where Lonnie at? at? Lonnie just where, you hear Lonnie one time, twice, one time <laughs> she dating Lonnie, ba- Lonnie whatever, and then the police show up and he's like, like he high or something. He don't know. He just he a blank stare. Yeah. Okay. So, but during the trial, the defense argued that Anastasia actually had caused the accident herself by attacking her sister by pulling on her hair. So they're like saying this girl that died that can't speak for herself. Yeah, like, oh, is the one that caused the accident. So they also pointed out, which could be the case. Right. Um, but they also pointed out that there was a, there was a tire on the vehicle that had just been replaced with a spare. So they had just gotten a flat the day before and they said that this tire was kind of a, kind of flimsy. So I guess like a donut. Mm -hmm. So Alexandria claimed that the road felt kind of wet that day and that the tire just didn't have the best traction. Mm-hmm. Uh, this defi- or the defense also brought in an accident reconstructionist named Wayne Slagle. Mm-hmm. Slagle. <laughs> Wayne actually testified that the black box showed that Alexandria did not drive off the cliff on purpose. Oh, okay. He said that it was likely because there was so much jerking going on in the car because of the fighting that that is what actually caused the accident. So, Alexandria claimed that she didn't remember a lot of the accident, which, of course, you're going to pull that car. Because, you know, you probably caused the wreck because you were drunk. And I keep trying not to blame people. That could <laughs> not be the case, though. The yeah, you're like trying to, like, wait a minute, for sure, yeah. But also, because it was so dramatic, you know, and, you know, it just left her shocked. And she kind of blocked out all of the details. I mean, she lost her sister, so... Right. Once again, reason, devil, yeah. devil's advocate mm-hmm. here. She could have a lot. I mean, that would be very traumatic. And you I would get, forget. Me and things, you both, probably. like when we're talking about something and like we say our opinion, we both get very dr- dramatic about it <laughs> when mm-hmm. we say it. So we don't want people to feel like we're really like, mm. that's just how we are. Like, just how yeah, we are. this is just, you know. It's just us. <laughs> so I lost my spot. So, oh. This trial was actually just a bench trial, meaning mm-hmm. that there's no jury. The judge makes the final decision, and after hearing all of the evidence available, which in some cases that would be so good. Yeah, no, sometimes some of them it's juries, in your best benefit. Oof. 
sometimes sometimes the jury's ratchet or you done messed up so bad the jury gonna be like no they did it for sure like (laughs) so the judge came to the conclusion that alexandria was not responsible for the accident or her sister anastasia's death so she was immediately acquitted now of course i really want to know what you guys think a lot of people think that alexandria got away with murder that she purposely planned the whole thing Mm -hmm. um a lot of people think that she may or that she wanted to take her own life as well and it just didn't work out and then of course there's people who just think it was an accident and it was caused by them fighting um but to this day alexandria maintains her innocence Mm -hmm. she talks about how horrific that day was and how hard this whole thing um, has been on her and Mm -hmm. she did a dr phil interview but other than that i mean she's kept pretty quiet she's uh she did explain that she feels very sorry for her sister you know she uh, misses her a lot and she was uh devastated by everything that happened but you know some people just don't believe her mm-hmm. hmm. i don't know i because it's hard because you can see how it it could have been caused by the fight but then again it's like i don't know yeah, I definitely think the fight had something to do with it. Oh, yeah, the fight could have Esca- worked her, escalated it up in her... And her, to do her doing it on purpose. Yeah. It may not have even been, like, a plot that she had. Or it could have been because old dude said that she She said, had her all the way in the passenger seat, almost. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm thinking about how old dude said she... Um, said they were leaving the planet and said she was going to kill her sister and was talking about her being dead in past tense even though she was still alive like so like it's done as in she's dead as in she's got it planned yeah like that could be like she could have planned to do it and maybe that's why at the last minute she decided like she may have heard about the business they went on that trip she said all that she decided last minute oh i'm going this trip like and this is what i'm gonna do i'm gonna Mm -hmm. just kill them both or kill her but she's been drinking all day so she could have just i mean honestly she should have and saw an opportunity honestly though she should have been charged with murder because one she was drunk her alcohol limit was three times over the limit she was driving yeah and someone died you know when a drunk driver is in an accident and they kill people they go to jail for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you would think. Yeah, for... You... Yeah. Which, I mean, it wasn't Hawaii, so things were... Like, with it being the legal... With it being over the legal limit... Three and times. And there being an accident, yeah. Like, there should have been some kind of charge, like, some, manslaughter. But yeah. they they can't get past the fact that maybe she was the reason that they're, like... Even though she was driving while intoxicated... She may, they may have been okay if there wasn't an altercation going on and the sister had caused it. But when she went back to New York, she was three times over the limit again. And driving Swerving and almost hitting hitting a police officer. I don't know. I feel like she's guilty. That's just what I, I think. No, I do too. I definitely think that. I feel like they're just like, oh, well, like she didn't get charged for any of that because it's like, oh, well. I mean, well, she couldn't get charged for it because they decided that it was the sister who died's probable, pop, probable cause. Probable cause. Mm-hmm. But yes, we would like to hear your um, thoughts 
Yeah, even though no one tells us their thoughts. Now, Felicia, I have seen a couple people who will post it in the Instagram. Oh, do they? On the thing, yeah. Like, Felicia was like, Wes definitely did it. I was like, (laughs) right? Like, you know, Fifi? No. Because she came up to me, she listened to it at work. You know, they, she listened to it at work. She was like, Mm -hmm. I think Wes did it. (laughs) I knew immediately what she was talking about. I was like, Mm -hmm. girl. I know. But yeah. So you can send us, you can send us an email. Of your thoughts and concerns, requests, stories mm-hmm. to a million murders at gmail.com. Yes, and you can go to our Instagram page so that you can see the people involved in the cases or the places involved in the cases. And um, that is at a million murders. And then you can also go to our Facebook page. I posted a while ago. Hmm. I posted a picture while we were recording a while ago. Oh, oh, you did? Yeah, you were in there. Oh, okay. I was like, shoot, because I ain't looking, I'm looking rough. Um, but anyway, yeah, so the Facebook group, Instagram, email, holla at us. Holla! <laughs> Boiling! <laughs> Boiling! <laughs> well, thanks for tuning in. And we hope you come back for a million more. Hallelujah. <laughs> Bye. Bye, y'all. Tootaloo.